Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. I am your host, Greg Sylvander. Today's floor plan with me, Alex Toledo. You can follow him on Twitter at Tropical Blanket. We are going to try to look past what was an absolutely awful game two and look ahead to game three and try to get into what some of those adjustments uh, could look like for the Heat in terms of what they might be able to do, do differently schematically as well as with the lineup. We just think it's definitely um, it's time to think about adjustments must be constructed. That's what the playoffs are all about. So that's what we're going to dig into today. But before we do, we're starting off with a great sponsor, particularly as it relates to that disastrous effort in Milwaukee last night. Do you have a water leak and can't find where it's coming from or you're dealing with water or mold damage? In your home or business, you call Water Cleanup of Florida at 954-579-0356. With over 60 years of combined experience, Michael Robert and their team are prepared to handle all types of leak detection issues, water damage issues. So once they find the leak, they can locate it, repair it, uh, and then fully restore the damaged area. That goes for water that comes in via storm as well. They're fully licensed, insured, and certified to provide the one-stop shopping that busy homeowners and business owners require. There's no need to bring in any other contractors, 24-hour emergency service. Their service areas include Miami Broward all the way up to Palm Beach County. Call Michael anytime on his personal cell, 954-579-0356. Again, that's WCUFL.com, Water Cleanup of Florida. Call Michael, 954-579-0356. If you got the schmutz, they got the guts. Okay. So before we start, I need to beat some allegations because I heard at the beginning. Wait, the wait, wait. Episode. We didn't do the intro. Good call. Look, I'm <laughs> trying to I'm I'm trying to exonerate myself so quickly. We're skipping the intro. Hit the intro. Gotcha. Down to this gang. Yikes. Uh five on the floor. Drive for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buffy said, you in trouble, y'all. Check the floor plan. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. And pack with trust. It's power have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. And now, welcome back as we get uh, adjusted for this episode about adjustments. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. As I mentioned at the top, Alex Toledo and myself, Greg Sylvander. Um, yeah, I was ready to dive into... Um, uh, I almost skipped the intro because there was at the beginning of last night's uh, show directly after the post game, I heard Ethan mention uh, that there was a bet about whether I would make it up for the end of that game as it was such a blowout and it was late and I am up early and uh, I did not make the post game show and I did legitimately fall asleep. I'm not running away 
from from the blowouts, folks. Uh, Ethan has been spicy lately, right? I know the the uh, the allegations. Jeez, no. Um, but anyway, I'm back today. It's Alex and I. We're talking adjustments for Game Three, and there's a lot to be adjusted from. I mean, I feel like that game, as much as it was. It was such an opportunity for them to seize this series, take control, go back home with all the momentum, and they squandered a game without Giannis. Who knows if he'll be back as we're recording this at 5.33 Eastern Standard Time on Thursday, 4.20. Uh, We don't know whether he's going to play. There hasn't been any updates. Uh, I have this weird feeling like if they're thinking about this long term, why not try to get one on the road without Giannis too? Uh, So I don't know that it's a – absolute give any plays but we've already seen that it doesn't matter they could beat them anyway so uh alex i don't want to rehash too much of your emotions from post game show last night but i know that you're gonna get triggered because inevitably we have objectivity we have to talk about what happened last night to get to the adjustments that are going to happen on saturday night and again we'll have you covered on playback for that as well as post game pregame you know where to find us so let's start here alex starting lineup um, Duncan was the surprise, maybe not so surprised Tyler hero, uh, starter. And then, um, that didn't work. Max Struess played 31 minutes and that didn't work. And so it looks like they probably need to investigate here, particularly when you saw how bad they got carved up early. Is it as easy as Caleb Martin slides in for Duncan and we move on with this conversation? Or do you think that there's more to more to discuss about lineup, starting lineup specific adjustments for game three? Well, of course, I don't think it's it's as easy as that, even though that is kind of my answer. Um, I ultimately would probably vote for Caleb to be that guy. But there's like I said, like I've said over and over again, since we started talking about the Bucks, there is no easy answer, especially now. The context is different, right? You don't know if Giannis is going to play game three. I, I, I'm assuming he's going to play until further notice, right? Just like I was assuming he was going to play in game two. Now he's going to have a few more days rested up, and he's obviously nursing some injuries. His game is built on his incredible physicality and, and just getting to the paint over and over. So it's going to be tough to play that way when you have Bam on you. I just think the defensive effort was so bad to start off that game, and they weren't able to – to go from there like it's it it was bad in the first quarter right like you had a bad defensive uh first quarter and then you got i think outscored in the first by seven and then you go into the second quarter like okay this is the time that you're supposed to clean things up right kind of get it back in your way get get the momentum away start threes and really be sharp on defense it was a complete opposite they got outscored by like 19 in the second quarter and the game was over from there right and just right like through three quarters they were out-rebounded by 13 because we know the game was kind of over at that time. So that's kind of what I um, – I, I was kind of looking through some stuff here, and I decided I think the first three quarters is probably the best yeah, representation of that game. That last quarter is a throwaway quarter for sure. You could, could have probably been in earlier in that third, but I just did three quarters to be clean, right? They got out-rebounded by 13. You had three more turnovers in them. And then everybody wants to talk about the three-point shooting, which, yes, like they're not – they're probably not going to hit 21 threes again, but the Heat do allow – the second most threes in the league, the Bucks take the fourth most amount of threes in the league. That's what they've done. That's what they've, you know, done this season. That's what they've done in the entire Giannis era. They hit it at a really good rate, too. They hit it at a top 10 rate. And still, even if they don't make that many again, like, 
I was more upset with the the pain effort and the point of attack effort. And I just think all of it was bad. Like I thought their closeouts were bad. I thought kind of the, the boxing out was bad. And also it, it was tough to blame some guys just because of the small items that were thrown out there. You know, it was just a complete mess from everywhere. I think you have to take yourself out of a position where you're overcompensating all the time. And it's hard to do because this um, roster is not really built to do that. Right. Unless you yeah. start. Seven large. I mean, I'm kind of open to it. I just, I'm not sure that's where Spo is going to go to. Um, I don't know, man. I really don't like what happened. The, I think Caleb Martin is probably the safest option as the fourth best player. I think you need another defensive guy out there. He's hit his threes, but man, like they shot 60% from the field and 60% from three through three quarters. Like that, that's all of that is not an anomaly. All of that, I think was just more to do with the way they executed. Yeah. It's, because Milwaukee's done it all year, right? And Miami hasn't. So when you look at game one and Miami shot 60% from three, we call that more of an anomaly because they ain't been doing that all year. Milwaukee, um, by contrast, obviously number one record in, in the Eastern Conference. This was the game that they had to have. And um, like, I guess I'll ask this because you're right. It, it, like the three-point shooting didn't really – once it got just ridiculous and they're just making every shot and Joe Ingles is like shooting sideways, uh, fadeaway shots and stuff like that. Um, it got a little ridiculous, but early on, it wasn't about the three pointers. It was about them letting guys get into the paint so easily. I mean, is, are, are, do you think that they could potentially play more zone than we've seen them play, which I guess is a little weird when the three-point shooting was so strong, but we know where the root cause is, right? So could it be that that zone ends up being a factor here? Or is that an overcorrection on my point to go there? And I'm obviously oversimplifying for the sake of time. Well, look, I think zone is not a bad idea. Um, whether you do it with the love at the five minutes or the bam at the five minutes, um, I personally and obviously spo is the best coach in the league all of that right i'm not here to uh start talking down on him i just got to use that premise because then i think people start thinking that i'm of a like fire spo camp and it's like no that's that's not what i'm saying i will say personally i wasn't a fan of going back to switching and i wasn't a fan of the way that they were matching up in general where it felt like bam was matched up on supportus instead of brooke um a lot more often than I'd like over the night. I think Portis is a guy who, yes, he's a dangerous player. He can get buckets. But I think having the smaller guy on Brook instead of Portis was weird to me. I think I'd rather let Bobby try to use his size to put up some jump shot there, whereas Brook Lopez was a small guy. I don't in the paint. Like, you're going to have to send early help or he's going to score on you. Like, the guy is huge, and he was a 20 points per game for, for a long time in the league. He can still do that stuff if you put a – smaller player on him which is what they did pretty much primarily whether they had like whether in the first matchup or as they were switching it was you know bam was never on him and that's i think i think was a mistake in a game where there's no Giannis, where you didn't have to have um bam matching up onto Giannis. i now you might have lost that opportunity right because i think they're still going to go back to brook uh in the post it'll probably be a little bit tougher for them to do it because bam might be able to sag off Giannis, help help into the paint but I think the 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 Bucks are going to go back to that, and they've they've already seen like that's a weak spot in the way that the Heat are matching up there, whereas they did not attack it at all in Game One. So I think between the lineups, between 
execution of defense. Like there's so much that they got to work on from game two. And again, they're going to have to go in with two different game plans because it, it changes radically um, if Giannis is in the game. I understand like switching some of those actions, but the thing is, it just, I think it got Brooke a lot of good looks. He, he was 10 of 15 through three quarters. Um, I think it got him a lot of offensive rebounds. I mean, I haven't even looked at the, the offensive rebound margin. I just looked at the overall. Um, but it also got them a, a whole lot of open threes. Like they kept scrambling the heat defense over and over oh, yeah. and over. Completely and it, out of place. And, the you know, like I said, they always give up threes. But the, the real, I think, signifier of whether it's a good defensive effort is those the closeouts. Usually if the closeouts are not completely wide open, it's because they're sharp and they're on a string. Right. You can't say that for every time, but that's kind of a good way to, I think, Imagine. distinguish between, you know, good defensive possessions or not. Because the, usually if the guy is not rotating out to close out at all, that means somebody was late. That means somebody didn't do their job. There was a breakdown somewhere. People are having to overcorrect all of that. I, I just think top down, it was a complete mess on the defense. I'd like to go back to go back into a drop, whether or not. Um, Giannis plays, just have Bam matched up onto the big man, whether, you know, whether it's Giannis or Brooke. And again, this is why I'm open to um, putting Kevin Love back into the starting lineup, even though I really liked what he's brought as a backup five and think it's a natural fit for him. This this Bucks team is just one where you might have to go to solutions like that because th- there's just no easy answer. And I keep going back to it. I, I don't even mean to keep saying it. No, but, but it's 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 so applicable and even eric spolstra was like you know when they asked and i think this quote was taken out of context a little bit but you know they're asking him about max Struess ending up on brooke lopez and he's like yeah that's something we gotta we gotta figure out or something like that he didn't really have an answer either it seemed like um and to your point maybe you know i'm so quick to go to caleb martin as the starter maybe you're right maybe they end up going big and and kevin love um who had a kind of a reduced presence in game two ends up with more in game three. But the other thing is um, they got to get Jimmy Butler more involved. And I know that obviously this game is we a little wonky because of it was such, such a blowout, but still only 12 field goals. Um, The other part of this is like, I think they're going to just need Jimmy to take over offensively. This team's not good enough to score enough points to, to, to beat this team. I know through two games they're hitting overs and that makes us feel like we're scoring a ton to me. I want to see an aggressive Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. So I'll be interested. They just added this prop on prize picks. Y'all field goals attempted. I'm interested to see where Jimmy Butler's comes in. And that leads me to our daily fantasy sponsor of the five reason sports network. And that is prize picks. Y'all know the code. Y'all know the app. This is where you play daily fantasy. Super simple. You're choosing your favorite players, your favorite stats, choosing more or less. Do they, um, Go over or under the stats. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E, to get your initial deposit matched up to $100. So you can do things like uh, Joel Embiid, more or less than 18.5 field goals attempted tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. I would go over on that one, for instance. Super easy, a lot of fun. Use the code 5. It's daily fantasy made easy. We all play it uh, here at five reasons sports network. So you can always see us uh, tweeting out the different picks and stuff like that. But then we also have our ga- gambling sponsor and that's better edge. A lot of people ask what's better edge and why is it different than any other betting platform? 
Better Edge is a social betting mo- marketplace. Users buy and sell betting positions without a VIG instead of a traditional sports book where the book is setting the price and accepts your bet takes fees and pays out the winnings better edge marketplace connects users on opposite sides of bets at their own set prices. So it's really fun to do that way. Uh, Use the code five RSN and you'll have $20 to play immediately. We do competitions related to the playoffs, but you can do all of, uh, you know, the, you're betting there, find the lines you want. Five RSN will get you $20 of free play money right off the bat. Better edge. That is our daily gambling or our um, official gambling sponsor. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for five on the floor on the five reasons sports network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products. And that's why I use Harry's shaving products. I love the way it handled. I love the way it looks. And I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard. So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German engineered blades made in their own factory. So they stay sharp longer. Means you can use them longer. And also they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as two bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's just, I guess, talk about the very top of the roster. No Tyler Hero. So we knew this was going to be more Jimmy and Bam focused. I thought Duncan and Max had to have huge games, and I was hope trafficking in game two about them stepping up. Neither, I guess Duncan was okay, but I feel like I don't know how much of that I'm trusting in terms of yesterday's game. Um, what, What does Jimmy and Bam need to do to elevate this group? Uh, coming into game three, 
role players play better at home is like the hacky sports take that I guess people can maybe lean into. This team does not feel like that applies to their home games. Uh, so I feel like Jimmy and Bam have to be where this starts and finishes. Let's start with Jimmy. Uh, adjustments from Jimmy Butler in game three. Honestly, it's tough to come out with any. And I don't mean to come out with such a cop-out answer because I think Jimmy can only do so much. And I think similarly with Bam, I think Bam can still do more. But um, Jimmy obviously can take it up to a different level. We all know that. I, I just think like last night they had pretty efficient offensive games. And now it's gotten to the point where without Tyler – there's such a reliance on the shot making from everybody else. And there's going to have to be right because of the way that the, the, you know, the series has played out with no Tyler. And also because of the way that the bucks defend with their deep drop, like they're going to be relying on a lot of guys to make a lot more shots than they did um, last night. And obviously on the defensive end, you have, you're relying on the bucks, not going absolutely berserk and Novocaine, whatever you want to call um, what they did last night. It was just, um, you can't let that happen again. And I think the thing that Jimmy and Bam can do is set the tone defensively. Uh, that's kind of what I'm looking to see more. Again, I, I know I, I really harped on that already um, last night and again today with the defensive stuff. I kind of think they did what they had to do offensively. And um, I remember kind of looking midway through the third and they had like a decent half-court offensive rating. It's like they, I think they were making enough shots where they're good at, right, in the mid-range uh, at the rim. Obviously, the Bucks are very good at not allowing shots at the rim, and, and they were kind of making the ones that they got. It was just the defensive end. Like, you're constantly um, giving up points, and they, they never had a chance. They never had a chance with the way they came out, and, and it was just kind of Jimmy and Bam scoring for no reason. So, yeah, I think you need Jimmy and Bam, too. Obviously, there's, there's a lot of pressure on them now for both of them to give you big-time scoring games like, Jimmy cannot cruise. He's going to have to give you 30 points a game. Bam is going to have to give you. And you know me, I'd never say points per game ever. But, like, it, sometimes it, it does come down to it. Like, you get now Jimmy and Bam are just going to need to give you increased production. You know that you're going to get it out of Jimmy. Bam has kind of, you know, I think been willing to take the, the shots that we all see are open for him uh, all season playing against the Bucks. I know he had a weird first half in game one, all that. He was still taking the shots, right? And Yeah. I don't think he's, he has everything as figured out and as polished and, and mastered as Jimmy. And I think that's where people got to cut him some, sl some slack because he's really trying to take these shots that are being given to him. And like I said, time and time again, I think especially now without Tyler out, you're going to have to find ways to get Bam easy points. And I think a lot of it is probably going to come down to the way that they execute their pick and rolls, their handoffs, whether it's their guards or a guy like Max getting to him. Uh, you know, the little pocket pass off the pick and roll, just easy looks here and there because everything can't be a kind of isolation. Uh, Bam, wait, Bam waits for the look. And then when they when it's when it's done, he just has to take a, you know, he steps into a midi that, you know, Brooke with his seven five wingspan has his arms all over. Like they've got to do something more than that because every shot can't be that. And I think that's kind of there's going to be more of an onus on Spo now to to figure that out because his team obviously with Giannis is it's just really hard to get anything at the rim. You got to get them something easy at the rim. You got to get them at least some easy pocket passes for in rhythm mid-range shots as opposed to everything having, you know, him having to create himself. It's there's just nothing. There's 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 nothing I can even say other than you really hope that the shot making goes your way next time and they're they've been a really good home team all season compared to what they are on the road, 
right? And I think that's what you can kind of be optimistic about. But then, like I always uh, like to bring up, they lost uh, three straight home games in the conference finals last season. So I don't even, it, it still just left me with a sour feeling. But I think Jimmy and Bam have to set the tone um, defensively and obviously now have just a lot of pressure to do even more scoring. They really do because the Heat, I mean, they're shooting 56% in this series and 50% from three. But like to me, that's not sustainable. Like they're eventually going to sink back down to their regular season averages or close to them. What were those? 46%. I'm looking here, 35% from three. Like if they regress further, this is going to be more about Bam and Jimmy. And to your point about this being not as much about adjustments offensively and more about defense, I'm looking through here as I'm really like drilling into the numbers. Did you know that their 25 three-pointers on 49 attempts tied an NBA record for three-pointers made in a game? They had 46 points in the second quarter. Their largest lead was 36. They didn't have Giannis. All I'll say is that um, as they head into this next game, and I think they're a a five-and-a-half-point favorite as it stands right now, um, I really think that they have to start strong and I said it before the last game and it didn't materialize and it proved to be an issue because I feel like once the Bucks get flowing I don't know that there's much Miami can do so this is about getting off to a good start playing tough defense um, and then it's just it's Jimmy and Bam in the half court as much as possible because the idea that you can rely on Max and Duncan to come through I just don't know that that's going to be reliable game over game at home we shall see alex any final thoughts before we close oh man final thoughts um, you hate the final thoughts question you could also just say hell no and we end no. this thing i mean look man i just it, i really was heated up not even to use the pun or anything like that no pun intended last night because of the way they came out and i think they they, they botched an opportunity to really take control and you know People who go up 2-0 win 77% of the time or whatever the stat is, right? right? It's you, you just put yourself in such a position where all the pressure is on the Bucs. Um, they had to win last night. I don't think that he came up with the requisite effort or not even – I don't know if, if effort is even the right word. They didn't come out with the requisite um, execution needed. I do not – they were whatever the opposite of sharp is right now. I yeah. can't even find the word. Dull. <laughs> it was <laughs> – yeah, I mean, I just think everything that, you know, they have to be the opposite of what they did last night. And I understand you can just kind of be like, oh, you know, they're not going to shoot that well again. That's what they do, right? When Giannis is out, that is what they do. They're going to rely on Drew and Middleton to create stuff for them. And, you know, the Heat have a small guy matched on the Brook so much, they were relying on him. They, he was one of their hubs of offense for sure. Like, you have to, I think, clean some of that stuff up. But not only that, you have to actually execute the stuff that you're doing right like they even even if i like i said on last night's show if i disagree with the switching they 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 weren't executing that well at all everybody was out of place it was chaotic a whole lot of scrambling a whole lot of open shots in the paint a whole lot of open shots from three it was a complete mess right and i think you have to you really have to be sharp from the start you're the eighth seed you're the eighth seed you have to play like you're the eighth seed you have to play like every game is going to be your last, like not to be cliche, but it's no, true. No, but it's true. I mean, the margin of error is so small. Just execute the game plan to a T. I know it's way easier said than done. It's probably the best team in the league from a two-way perspective when Giannis is on the floor. But we saw in game one that 
there is a game plan. They didn't do it and apart, even though it was it was a different game plan, right? But all the Bucks do is shoot the damn ball, man. And I think you kept giving them open ones because of the way that you were matched up in the first place and because of the way that you weren't able to contain them in any part of the floor. So I think if they go back to being a defense for defensive first team like they're supposed to be, then they've got a shot because then you can just kind of hope and pray that um, the shot making goes your way at least a little bit where it's not, you know, they're doubling it up or tripling you up and three pointers made while the game is still a game because obviously the way that, the, you know, garbage time played out last night, it, it made the, the score and, and some of the stats look a lot better than, than it was. what they actually did. But for yeah, sure. for sure. And let's, I guess we'll close by saying we don't want to see Max Struess on Brooke Lopez. So let's hope they figure something like that out. The more we've talked here, I'm almost like at the end of this show convinced that maybe it is going to be Kevin Love that gets inserted into the lineup. We will have you covered tomorrow with a um, another episode. Ethan will be back, uh, kind of looking at some big picture angles as we head into Game Three. Uh, Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy eighty percent lean ground beef for three forty nine a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for seventy seven cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.